Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii Podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host, and joining me today is Mr. Kaoshima Bukuro. How's it? And Devin Nakoba. What's up? We have a great guest today, mm-hmm. Gerald Oda, the coach, winning coach from the Little League Series of Beyond. The world champion. Coach. World champion coach. Um, but we're going to be doing our intro separately, and then we'll we'll bring him in. Yeah. I By the way. I don't even mention that part, but okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast. And of course, you can email us at highsessions@yahoo.com. By the way, Devin, when they go to Apple Podcasts, what do they do? Make sure you give us five-star ratings. If you don't want to give us five-star ratings, that's fine. Then just pretend you don't want to give us a rating. And Did we get any ratings recently? I don't know. So. You know what? Devin's the one who checks on the Apple Podcasts. I, I don't, I, actually. I just tell it what to oh. do. I should say to some of our listeners out there, there's been an issue with iTunes where the podcasts are not uploading to iTunes mm, right that's away. What my wife was telling me, right? Yeah, but they are now. Okay. Well, I mean, it should be because I'm, I'm seeing the numbers tracking okay. where they're supposed to be. For a while, it was just like not going up at all. And then yeah. now, oh. now it's going up. So I'm assuming it's there. Okay. So okay. Let, me, let me know if you still can't get the, the episodes on iTunes. Check them out. It should, should be there. All right. If you'd like to help the show get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and donate. There you get more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. Rhonda, thank you very much. We have a new uh, Patreon, Rhonda. Right on. Help Thanks, Rhonda. Rhonda. I, 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 help, help. <laughs> thank you, Rhonda. She's uh she's from the West Coast, but just loves Hawaii and loves Hawaiian stuff. And oh, so cool. She cool. Just decided Thanks for to, listening. To, to our Good show. to hang out with the three Asians. Yeah. Talking about yeah. Hawaii. <laughs> All right, so we have a special announcement this week, which is for the future, but we are going to be moving, big news, we're going to be <laughs> moving the podcast to its own channel on HBO. YouTube. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 HBO. <laughs> for, for 99% of you, this is not going to make any difference. For those of you who do watch the show on YouTube, you'll still be able to watch the show. You'll still be able to watch the old shows. It's just going to be on a new channel called the High Sessions Hawaii Podcast channel on YouTube. Because? Uh, because uh, Grant, who was here last week, was uh, was talking about it in detail, but has to do with the Google algorithm and how things are found. And we're in this new mode of production for High Sessions. We're going to be starting to do some live stuff, Oh, which actually you guys will get, get invited to since you're part of the... Oh, thanks for the invite. Yeah. Wow. But we're going to be starting to do more live streams again, getting oh, back cool. into the party mode of, you know, now that COVID is over. Yeah. Supposedly. So potlucks in the, in the lanai. Yeah. We'll, be, doing, we'll do, be doing those kind of things. So because of those things, there's going to be a much more product coming to the regular high session channel. So the algorithm needs to, I don't know. And when you say product, you mean more music, right? More music. Yeah. Yes. So uh, anyway, it was, instructed to us that the algorithm gets confused when you have short videos long videos different types of videos so it's better if you put the long videos on its own channel and whatnot so so uh thanks thanks for for supporting us and every all the pitch and everything's going to stay the same it's just the podcast will be on its own channel and we'll be asking for people to like and subscribe and all that stuff okay moving forward all right and that's going to start in october you understand why? Yes. Kind of like if Orange Julius that sells hot dogs started selling steak and lobster. 
And Not even steak and lobster. If it started selling um, uh, guitars. Yeah, guitars. <laughs> and then you, you go back to Orange Jewish and go, I thought you only sold hot dogs, but now you're selling guitars. I'm confused. As long as you're selling good guitars, and then, I guess it doesn't matter. No, but then, then the customer gets confused, right? Okay. But they're not paying for it anyway, so that not really matter. Well, it's not even the customer. It's the algorithm starts yeah, getting confused. It doesn't know where customers. to place your stuff. Stupid algorithm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you to Kupu Kupu Landscaping, Kevin Yokomura. You can call him at 808-722-8685 for a free estimate. Uh, you can go to kupukupulandscaping.com. They are still hiring. Base salary, $15 an hour. and just goes up from there based on your skill level. Uh, I'd like to thank Fort Ruger Market for food this week i had the, mm-hmm. i had the same i'm getting stuck in this i know dude this. you're getting in a rut i here. know I, i'm gonna i'm gonna start uh branching Branch. out again okay. but, uh, but why don't I you go over the alphabet backwards yeah i could do that yeah why not yeah all right all right i mean i was thinking of trying some of the other poke bowls because mm. i've been kind of stuck on the spicy and the delicious, which is some of my favorites Devin, what did you have today you had how much but you had uh, a ginger hamachi and uh, rugalicious. But I, I told them they can they should try experimenting with either a shoyu one or a rugalicious, oh. a rugalicious hamachi bowl. And we're supposed to take a nice picture of it today. But by the time I got the phone out, <laughs> Devin devoured half of the plate. So Don't tell me to come here hungry and then put food in front of me. And I never tell you to come it. here hungry. You just automatically come here hungry. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Default setting. Default setting. All right. <laughs> You can can go to Kumu 94.7 to find Devin. You can go to highlifeclothing.com to find Kyle and teamyamasato.com to find me. Team Um, Yamasato? Yeah, that's my new website. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, did you talk about that last week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that whole thing. So, um, so again, we're going to start with uh, Coach Oda right now, and um, it was a good interview, so take it away. Hey, we're back. <laughs> 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 it's Coach Gerald Oda, uh, winner of Little League World Series 2022. Congratulations, Coach. Congratulations. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, and uh, it's quite an honor, I have to say. And because, especially too, we, we all followed this story mm-hmm. through the whole thing. So, so it's something that uh, is near and dear and, and also relevant and current to us but how are you feeling today you know i'm just first of all just thanks for having me here you know it's actually the, i think it's the role reversal because i you know, always wanted to meet with you and you know <laughs> the, 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 all those songs that you played when i was you know not growing up but i guess you know through my years and good to you know meet kyle you know with high life and Devin, i've known a long time <laughs> but i haven't seen for such a uh, you know for many years so yeah. it's great to be here so thanks for having me so was Devin as cool as he was is now back I'm in high school cool now, so i don't <laughs> know what you're talking cool. about <laughs> you know it doesn't surprise anyone you ask anyone from credit it doesn't surprise Devin is where he is right now oh really you know, yeah Devin always had that personality that this really openness and this welcomingness, you know. So when you, when you, what you see on TV is, or on the, what you hear on the radio or what you see on TV and so forth is, is, is the real deal. Bro, how much money did you pay this guy? I know. It's because I was, because I was trying not to get killed while we were in this Because you, uh, yeah, you had to. There was a, yeah, there, there was a certain level of, um, what is it, survival instinct that had to kick oh, in. So you had to be Mr. Law to not get well, cause killed. Had a, well, because Kalo High School at the time had a real big mix of kids, so you had. Yeah. The, the Japanese kids like us, the Asians, running around. And then you had the, the Hawley kids, which are few and far between, but they were there. Yep. And then you had um, the local kids, like the, you know, the Hawaiian yeah, and yeah, the Samoan yeah, kids. The mix. And 
Yeah, and it was an interesting mix of people because <laughs> you you had the you know you had racial clashes, but you also had the I don't know like we we kind of everybody kind of yeah. got along. We just so, kind of did our thing. Well, what was Coach Gerald like in high school? He was like this. <laughs> oh yeah, he was exactly <laughs> like this. Him and his brother, and um, actually they have an older brother, Donovan, um, who was a senior. Yeah, when yep, we got there. When you're older. So. Uh, and Donovan was the one who played baseball. Yeah. So that's why when he became the coach and they won, I went, wait, that's Gerald. <laughs> when did they play baseball? I didn't I had no I had absolutely no clue that they that he they had any interest in baseball at all. So Joe, did you play Little League and did you go through the whole thing when you were a kid? You know, yeah. So I you know, we, me and my brothers, we, we all grew up uh, playing Little League baseball and like Devin was saying my older brother was actually the best baseball player in our family. Donovan was good. Yeah, he was yeah. the one that, you know, you talked about baseball and you said something about the oldest. It, it was always my brother Donovan, 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 this. And me and my brother Keith were like, oh, you guys are Donovan's younger brothers. You know, that, <laughs> that was the whole thing, right? You know, so I did grow up playing. And in Hokkaido High School, I did play, but I wasn't very good. I was one of those guys that thought I was good, but really wasn't, you know. So, um, <clears throat> but... You know, I always joke around with my brothers now. I may have been not the, may, may, I probably was the worst baseball player in my family, but like I tell my brothers, I'm the best baseball coach. Yeah, that's right. right. So I'm the best that's, that's all that matters. That's all that matters right now. So back in the day, can you reference back to a coach that influenced you when you were a kid? You know, I had, you know, Mr. Benavides in Kailua. You know, mm-hmm. good man. He was our neighbor and he really took good care of us. Um, you know, it's the take of Mr. Hamakon. You know, I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. Jay Hamakon, yeah, 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 his yeah. father. You know, Mr. Gushigan, uh, Brad Gushigan, not Brad Gushigan, I'm sorry, but I forget his first name, but it's Gushigan, his last name. Coach Gushigan was a good guy, you know. So I had, you know, a lot of good memories playing Little League in Kailua growing up, you know. And, um, in fact, what cool story is that, you know, we never got coached directly by him, but it's Jerry Bush, you know. Um, he's a mm. longtime baseball coach in, in the Kailua area. If you, if you know, uh, you grew up in Kailua, uh, playing baseball, you know, everybody knows Jerry Bush. And he actually came, even though, you know, he wasn't associated directly with anybody on the team other than myself and my brother, he actually came to Williamsport just because that was his, like his bucket list thing to do, right? Oh, wow. So it was so cool to have Jerry there, you know, um, wow. part- you know, watching the games. And I thought that was a, a very cool thing that he wanted to come and we were very happy that he did join us, you know, so that was great. Yeah. So, so were you one of these kids that uh, collected <clears throat> baseball cards, knew the stats, and studied the game? I'm trying to see where this, <laughs> where this coaching comes in. Uh, uh, remember, I went to Kailua, so it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Study. What is study? <laughs> no, I mean that, that was the thing. If it, it was uh, when we were in high school, Gerald and Keith um, were always like you. You, if you saw Gerald, then you saw Keith. If you saw Keith, then you saw Gerald. And they were the two nicest guys. We always said, "Oh, the mm-hmm. oh, they're so cool," and they were they were great to hang out with. But like we would just go through school and just be like, "Oh yeah, it's the Oras." And we would just cruise. Yeah. So it, it's interesting to me that the um, uh, that your I guess your coaching style is kind of how you are anyway, which is kind of low key. Mm. You know, you don't get too high, you don't get too low. I mean, I, I don't remember that in, about you. Like, you never got mad at anybody. <laughs> I never seen you get into a fight with anybody. You know what I mean? You're always I, I smiling could, and having fun. I could run very fast. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Keith get angry before, but not, but never you, no. never you. So yeah, so you know, I mean, baseball has always been good. You know, and then, but you know, like fortunate for myself. 
you know, I, I was smart enough to know that I don't know everything, but I'm going to find people that do know more mm. about it, you know, and then study about it, you know, and and that's where, you know, it helped, you know, like even, even with my two other brothers, when we, 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 at one time we were all coaching together, you know, we would all study up on, you know, different things and trying to mm. teach them how can we pass this knowledge on to kids what makes a good baseball player a good baseball player you know we everyone can see it but how do you you know how do you teach fundamentals of what makes them you know um to be good and, and that was the whole process that started so you know if you ask me how i started coaching 30 years ago you know back then till now one thing that you know i mean we talk about it my brother keith especially a lot every year we always learn something new and so we always try to apply because we don't ever want to think that we know it all because once you start doing that then you become you know, time just passes you by and you, mm. the game, you know, you know, you start falling behind. But what we found out though is that, you know, we enjoy, you know, trying to get more information, learn from other coaches, you know, other ways that, you know, we can be better coaches. Yeah. Well, when you, when you think about coaching um, at this age, you know, this uh, kind of, they're 10, 11, 12, right? These what are you really focusing on at that point? Is this really the basic fundamental stuff? But some of these kids kind of know how to play already, mm-hmm. you know? They know where to throw the ball. They're throwing the gas, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, so what are, you, what are you focusing on at, the, at this point at that age? You know, so especially, you know, so what we normally do is we coach kids from 10, and then we coach them up to their 12, you know, to give them a chance that if they, whatever tournaments they want to play, and then what happens is that we go back down again. And so, but, you know, we, you know, basic fundamentals, you know, I, I, I would think it's no different from playing an instrument, right? If, if you can't keep a beat, you mm-hmm. know, then what, what, what good is it trying to learn a song if you just can't keep a beat, right? So there's a lot of foundational things that you got to teach that's like fundamental how to catch a ball, how to throw a ball, um, just those things. Then understanding the game, you know, the different, you know, when to run, so forth. And, but there's a lot more to it, and especially on the physical side. So we do a lot of conditioning, you know, and what we learn uh, from all these years of coaching is that, you know, it's easy to tell, like us adults, it's easy to say, hey, use your hips or, you know, use your legs right. and this, that. But for a 10-year-old, 11-year-old, and even some 12-year-olds, they, don't, they still can't feel their body. And so what mm-hmm. we found out was that when we do a lot of conditioning exercises, which we do throughout the year, that's how kids can start feeling their bodies more. And that's why... Um, like even this past group of this, you know, this uh, team that we just, of course, just won the World Series. What people don't see, though, is that they put a lot of time in our, doing our, our conditioning so that when uh, when it does come time for them to be in this kind of tournament situation, they can be better, not advanced, but they can feel their body. They're, they're a lot stronger for one thing. You know, and it wasn't because they just relaxed, but because they continually, you know, trained their body. Well, so was this team and unit put together when they were 10 years old and groomed to be, you know, this, this team that worked together? Or how, how did this get made, this team that competed up there? So Honolulu Little League had eight teams this year, um, you know, but we played in a, there's multiple different divisions in, in Little League. So we played in an, actually an upper division with 13-year-olds. So in that 13-year-old division, we had eight teams, but five of them, the, the, the teams were too old. They were all 13 years mm-hmm. old. They aged out already. Yeah. And then so we picked that this team is actually comprised of three different teams um, on this all-star team. And so what happens, though, is that we, everybody that plays baseball in Hawaii, um, and I think, John, you mentioned this, your son plays in Cal Ripken, I think, right? And so Cal Ripken is the biggest league. Mm. So in Cal Ripken, it's all club teams. And so I, so myself and my, um, Keith and Willis, we have a club team that we formed together. 
um, you know, with some of the Honolulu Little League teams, the kids that were on this All-Star team, they're actually from our club team also. Um, but what happens, though, is that you, you select this All-Star team from, technically it's supposed to be from eight, but again, five or two old. So we selected an All-Star team from three teams, and we didn't start practice together as a team since until June of this year. Wow. But but two thirds of those kids now because you know all star team you you're selecting the technically the best kids in the yeah, league. Yeah, yeah. So um, was it two thirds? About two thirds of those kids we were actually fortunate enough that hey they were with us already. So mm. so you kind of knew who they were, their yeah. personalities, their family. Exactly. And the other the other third of the kids. I mean, like I said, everybody knows everybody, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, in Small the baseball Island. community. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, so whether you're playing baseball on the west side or you whether you're playing in Hawaii Kai or you know, so on the winner side, everybody kind of knows like hey, these are the kids, you know, um, from this side of that team and so forth. And then, so when we when we started um, our season for uh, the Honolulu Little League regular season to qualify the kids to play, we all kind of knew already. Hey, this, these kids are coming in. You know, look for these kids and so forth. You know, kind of thing. Okay. Um, besides the skill level that you guys teach, where does the sportsmanship and and the camaraderie and and the the humbleness and everything else come coming, to play. Coming in in such a short time too. Yeah, you know, like is that something that you preach to these kids, or they they automatically been through the system and know how to behave like that? Well, you know, like there's a saying, right? Um, sports doesn't build character; it reveals it. You know, and so a lot of it is actually we're just reinforcing what they learn from their home. You know, mm-hmm. from their parents. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. You know, we've had, and I've said this time and time again, we've had great parents on this team. And what we do is we just try to reinforce what they learn at home. Um, there are some things that we do that people just don't realize that we actually practice. And I'll give you one thing, <laughs> that we actually practice hugging each other and saying I love you at the end of practice. <laughs> That's cool. You know, at the end of, you know, and in the beginning, of course, kids going to be kids. They think it's funny. It's, it's corny. And, you know, I, don't, I admit if I was a 12-year-old and you told me hug my friend and tell him I love you, it's, it sounds weird, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know, but you'd be amazed, though, is that, and we've seen it happen, um, you know, and we do this because we know that when kids are in a stressful situation, you know, nothing feels better than getting a hug, but at the same time, the guy giving the hug is actually going to feel better, too. So if you ever watch a lot of our games, we hug a lot. You yeah. Know? And, mm-hmm. the, and the reason why they do that, and we knew that once hugging becomes part of your everyday routine, then it's it becomes natural and normal. Um, and then you'd be, like, even in the dugout, you, we can hear them. You know, the camera's not on us, of course, but you could hear the guys, hey, I love you guys, love you guys, love you guys. You know? That's cool. So that's part of the things that, you know, we teach the kids, um, you know, like to help them. And it, and it helps them release that nervous energy also. And, you know, obviously, if you if you play more relaxed, more looser, you're, you can play better. Yeah, that's the know? thing. When you watch these tournaments, like, especially the Little League World Series and stuff, their temperament is some of the kids for the other team, you can see it. They lose it sometimes. They get too nervous. They they break down. They freak out, you know. But your team just kind of kept a steady pace, and they seem very controlled with their emotions, which is something very rare to see in kids that age. Well, it helps when you're beating the other team by, like, 11 runs. (laughs) 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 Easy to be calm. You're like, oh, home run. Oh, home run. True, but under pressure, they just seem like they're able to handle a a lot of pressure put their way, you know. And so that's something that because we've coached so long, too, that we, we are, as coaches, we understood that. That You know, that's why you look at certain, like, the great players, even professionals, right? How come Michael Jordan could, you know, drain the shot when he needs to drain when there's so much 
much pressure on it or Tiger Woods make that putt when you know he's on the you know under you know so much pressure situation and fortunate we've read um, <clears throat> me and my brother we've read a lot of sporting psychology books and so a lot of that gets applied to our kids and so another thing that you ever if you watch our kids play baseball um, in the games when they're at the plate they all take a deep breath you yeah know? And, mm-hmm. then, and, it, it, and so how we explain to the kids and how you know we learn that is that if you cannot control your breathing then you cannot control anything else right because think about it right and so that's why if you see our kids they all take a deep breath and and it helps them slow down but it reinforces that whole idea Focus on what you can control. So focus on the little things. Focus kind of a yoga kind of exactly. Because right? yeah. I noticed they used to hold it back and they're looking at their bat like this and yeah. take that breath. What What are you telling them? To, like when they're looking at their bat, you tell them just to focus on clear your mind. And so if you look at college baseball and sometimes pros too, though, but mostly if you look at the college players, you know, they, that's a ritual that is taught at the higher levels that. Take a deep breath. Look at a focus on a small point on your bat and helps clear your mind. You know, and that's so it slows down the game, and that's what you want. You want things, you know. You hear that the the thing, right? When the, the, these high ath, um, professional athletes, when they're in a pressure moment, they always say the game slows down for them. Yeah. And so that's the whole process of it. Take slow, deep breaths because that helps you slow down the game. But it, your it, team was yeah. the only one doing that in this competition, yeah. which was kind of unusual. Not everybody's going to copy you. In uh, you know, it's out there. Yeah. But the thing about it is that people, people, a lot of people know about it, but people just. Either you believe in it and you do it or you don't. And so we would literally practice with our kids that there's batting practices that we have that we tell them, go th- we call it the ritual. So we tell them, do what you know. Just like a basketball player at the free throw line, you bounce it three times and you shoot a free throw. Mm-hmm. So baseball has a lot of rituals that people just don't know about it. But it's mm-hmm. the same thing in going into your, when you step in the batter's box, that you go through your, whatever you do, do it every time. And then so when we do our batting practice with live pitching, there's a time that we would tell them, do your ritual. And if they don't do it, you know, then then they get in trouble, of course, you know. <laughs> then this nice coach is not talking yet. Hey, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But it's all those little things. When you combine it all together, it helps these kids to be, play more relaxed, play more loose, and play with more confidence, of course. And trust me, the kids were nervous, you know. But we again, we talked about it from day one that we said, this is what's going to, you can use nervous energy in a bad way that you know that's when you choke or you you know get nervous and you yeah. get out of control or you use that nervous energy to get more focus you know kind of thing because it's the same thing right that adrenaline is pumping yeah. it's how you use it yeah that's what people always talk about though. <clears throat> you you watch the pros when they're playing right every at bat every time the guy is swinging the bat it's, if it's a ball if it's a foul ball if it's a strike the guy steps out this many times with your glove, this yeah. many times with your glove, you do this many things with your yeah. bat, and then you step in again. And I always, because I don't play baseball, mm-hmm. I mean, I played softball, but I suck. I would watch <laughs> it go, what the hell is, why would you do that? And yeah. baseball has so many yeah. different rituals surrounding yeah. it, and it's almost, uh, I think, like you were saying, right, either the kids do it as a, um, it can help them focus, or they're just doing it because this is what I've seen a pro player or do. slow down the game too. Yeah, and right. it doesn't it doesn't do maybe they don't they think of it only as something that you do because you got to do it, yeah. not because it's supposed to be meant to make you feel like okay, if I do this, this it's not a if I do this three times each side, I'm gonna get a hit. It's more like if I do this three times. But there are superstitious players like oh, that. Yeah, oh, major superstition kind of stuff. Yeah, all sports. Yeah. yeah, you know, I yeah. mean, on our team, oh, I give you one example, Jaron Lancaster. You know. That kid has so many superstitions. Really? You know? <laughs> yeah. He has to. I mean, it's a great kid. 
you know, and, you know, but we made, you know, for him, he had to eat the same thing before a game, and which was Subway turkey sandwich, plain. I'm like, what? Who eats a plain turkey sandwich, you know? <laughs> but really? He, at he, age, yeah, right? at that age, he had to have his haircut, you know, and so forth. Yeah. You know, and I told the father, I said, do what you ever got to do. If that if that's what makes him feel comfortable, then by all means, you it know. obviously worked. Yeah. Right. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He was one of the more... In my 30 years of coaching, I never seen so much, you know, him. It's an OCD team. man's game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah repetition. Right. John, you would have been good at baseball. I know. Bro. You should be awesome no, at I was baseball. thinking, though, but he, he's so right about this, uh, knowing your body, because did you guys play baseball? I played peewee. My homework got too much, and I, I had to drop out. <laughs> I played, I played, and I got hit with a bat, and I said, I never want to play <laughs> So, in, in other words, no. <laughs> but I remember when, when I played, the coach is always saying, use your hips, use your hips. I, I'd be like... You know, you, you, I don't know what using your hips meant. Yeah. I mean, all the way until uh, adulthood. Yeah. And then one day, I was I was golf lessons. I was gonna make a joke, but your son. No, but I'm at this golf lesson, right? Yeah. And the guy gives me a a chair, like a, a light chair, and he said, "Hold your arms straight out." Gives me this chair, and then he made me turn side to side, holding this chair. And he's like, "That's the feeling that you're supposed to feel in your hips when you move back and forth." And then it clicked, you know, like there's yeah. there's techniques that you can do yeah. to, but until then, I mean, everyone, you say, yeah, use your hips. You say, I'm like, I don't know what the hell that means, you know, like, yeah. but because, yeah, some of the smaller kids can hit the ball pretty yeah. darn far if they got the right technique and they're using their body, right? So it takes a while, like you said, John, right? It's, it's exactly, because, and I was guilty of this as a coach early in my career too. Yeah, use your hips, use your bottom half, like. You know, we think it's easy, but these are kids that they can't even feel their body yet. So, mm -hmm. so we do a lot of, like I said, exercises in the beginning and stretches and um, things that, so it forces them to kind of feel it, you know. Mm -hmm. And then once they get it, once they understand it, and that's when like the light goes on. And then that's when all of a sudden hey, they start th hitting harder. They start throwing harder, you know. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you watch some other kids. I mean, in the, the, the tournament, even the, the team you took up before, everybody would talk about Oh, the Hawaii kids. I mean, they're big, but uh, like there's a couple big kids, but they're all really small. Yeah, the smaller ones on a one. And they're cranking the yeah. ball, and then you got these huge kids on the mainland teams. And I'm going, where are they? What are they feeding these kids? <laughs> you know, but but our our team is throwing harder, hitting farther. I mean, all that stuff. So it's it's really the spam musubi, right? No, that's yeah. a secret. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we had that. That was our free game meal. Was One of the parents musubis. at the Kahala signing said, this is our secret weapon, and they yeah. gave us spam musubi yeah. after we left. Nice. That's the secret oh, weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who, in your opinion, in the majors, has, has the best swing? You know, that's a good question. You know, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't really watch a lot of Major League Baseball. Mm. I just don't. I think... Gonna, I mean, even though I love coaching it, watching MOB is, is too boring. It's too long, the game. So, But I one guy I, I'm always impressed watching him swing is well, obviously Shohei Otani. You know, mm -hmm. the, he's, he's amazing. And Mike Trout, he's another person yeah. that I'm just like, like wow, in awe of. Um, Jose, I, was trying, I was trying to show Asa, who's, by the way, sitting right there. Don't. Don't say anything. Don't so swing in school right now. But, <laughs> Dude, why are you saying it? <laughs> but um, but uh, Dow Strawberry, I always oh thought had, a, gosh, had an amazing yes. swing. Like the torque that guy got on the bat, like yes. he just launched. So I was trying to show him old videos of Dow Strawberry swinging. Oh, so but, you do follow sports? I mean, nice. I did back. Yeah, I used to collect baseball cards and stuff, and I used to play baseball. And then at a certain point, you realize like you're not that good. <laughs> it's time to find music or do something, you know, because uh, yeah, which is not not a good player, but well, but 
Well, that and then the ball started coming a lot faster. It's <laughs> scary. Yeah, it's scary. I was like, okay, I don't need to be in, be in here. You know, this this team was special. Mm. I mean, they they played pretty flawless during mm. this tournament. Did it even surprise you? Yeah, you know, I'm going to be honest. We didn't expect it to be that, you know, like that. Dominating. Yeah, we hope and pray, of course. You know, you hope for the best, but you always prepare for the worst, you know. But hats off to the kids and hats off to the, their parents. Again, especially their dads. A lot of these guys are coached by their dads, of course, you uh-huh. know. So they had a, they had a, we had a, um, a good foundation to build upon with the dads. And, of course, a lot of the dads actually helped us out, too, at practices. Tremendous support that we had, you know, from the parents and, you know. Um, but credit the kids. I mean, it's you know, it's it, it really is up to the kids, right? I mean, we can only do so much, but the kids have to have that drive and the you know and the determination. And you know, these kids, yeah, they just amaze us how you know how much they improved and how much they they really um, played well. The relationships they make last a lifetime too, right? I noticed the 18, 2018 kids are still friends, and yeah. they came out to the airport to yes. greet you guys too, right? Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. that's cool. You know, and what was cool about, I mean, yeah, they came out, you know, when we arrived um, back home, but what was even cooler than that was that, you know, before we left to go to the mainland, Shani Yamaguchi and Mana Lakan came out to the field. They talked to the kids, you know. Wow. Oh, really? It was cool because it, it just it's a lot different from me telling the kids what to expect versus them telling them. Like another know? kid yeah. who been yeah. through it, yeah. And then even when we was in San Bernardino, you know, we were playing in the tournament, and then six of the kids came. They were playing it. They were traveling together on this other team with Brandon Toro, um, but they made it a point to come and watch our kids play, you know. So just... Seeing those guys make that, you know, they don't have to come. You know, they're 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 high school kids. They have their own, you know, baseball, uh, you know, uh, games that they were playing and so forth. But they made it a point to come and support the 2022 team, and I thought that was super super cool. You know, and it meant a lot, especially to us coaches because yeah. we coached them, and for them to come back and to support this team, you know, and a lot of the reasons why this team is so successful is because of the 2018 team. You yeah. know. These kids were eight years old when they were watching these kids play. And in fact, yeah. I was with Isaiah Wong, our first baseman, last night mm-hmm. um, at a at a function, and he mentioned that yeah, he you know how much times he would watch the kids from the 2018 team, and he thought you know when he turns 12, his goal is to uh, dream is to play in Williamsport too. So I thought that was very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So you know when it when it comes to coaching, um, and this I know this is just your philosophy, so so everyone's different, but I'll put you on the spot over here. Yelling, yeah. There's guys that yell like a lot. Mm-hmm. There's guys that that don't yell. Well, what is your What are your thoughts on 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 yelling? Well, if you came to my practice, you hear a lot of yelling. <laughs> you know, I'm so I'm a yeller too. So <laughs> okay, there's, okay. There's, a di- there's a difference. I, mean, I can yeah. hear your voice. You got some some wear and tear on it. Yeah, you know, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm not even coaching right now, but my voice is gone today. But no, I mean, if you come to our practices, there is, um, you know, if you mess up in practice, and there's a way that we do it though. But so. We tend to yell a lot, you know, one, to drive a point home and to to put pressure on the kids. And the reason, and we explain this to the parents, is that we got to recreate pressure in a practice situation because it's the pressure that kills the player. You know, if they can handle the pressure and they get used to it, then it just makes them a better ball player. So we explain to them, though, that in practices, you're going to hear us yell a lot, you know. And don't get me wrong, even in games, but there's a process that we follow, though, and we tell them that once we start playing tournament baseball, though, then we stop. We we actually lay off on the yelling because they already have pressure, you know. Mm, and yeah. Me yelling at one kid because you just missed on ball or something ain't going to solve the situation because the kid is pressuring. They feel the pressure already, uh-huh. and so that's why purposely that you know when I talked to my brother Keith and Willis, we said, okay, guys, you know, if someone gets out of hand, one of us. 
we got to calm each other down, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> you know, so there's times, don't get me wrong, that, you know, I'm like, like, like one of, but I realized that when my brother Willis would say, hey, let it go, you know, it is what it is kind of thing. Um, so I'm not, uh, I'm not totally against you guys coaching yelling. Um, I'm against yelling just for the sake of yelling. That, you know, just there's no, there comes a point where you can just beat down a kid, you know, and yeah. I'm very conscious of that too, that, you know, sometimes if, I, if I'm on a kid at practice, I try to make sure that hey, when the kid leaves, he's you know I try to build them up again, or I call them at home. I'll call the mom or the mm-hmm. dad. I'll be can I speak to so and so, just to check up on them to make sure that you know we don't beat up their spirit. That's the yeah. one thing you know because even as a coach, that's the last thing I want to do is defeat their spirit. Well, as long as they know that your intention is to yeah. make them a better player and a better person. Yeah, you're right, they did Doug. a really stupid move. In the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like if you miss a ball, they know they missed the ball. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you yelling at them. They don't want to miss the ball the yeah. next time already. So, yeah. yeah. I get your point, John, right? Yeah, it's like, and there's a difference to like physical errors, right? Like, if the kid is trying and he drops the ball, then guess what? It is pros drop balls, you know? Yeah. And then, so mm-hmm. what makes you think a 10, 11 year old, 12 isn't going to make a mistake? It's the mental, there's a difference, and I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. But if you, it's because if it's a lack of focus, it's a lack of you caring, like, well, I don't care, you know? And that yeah. does happen sometimes. Yeah. And then we, that's when we, that's when we'll get more so on the kids is that, hey, focus, you know, this is what, you, if you yeah. lose focus that that, once, um, that one pitch or that one play, it can cost us runs or cost us the game. Yeah. And so that's why we, on, on those kind of situations, we're always on the kids to focus, 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 focus kind of thing. And they'll and, play and to teach them, I think, to play for each other, right? The, the focus, I think, helps if you're thinking, okay, I, if I don't concentrate on what I'm doing here, it can cause a problem out there. And cause a problem at the plate, and that's that's just as bad as anything else. So. Yeah, it's a chain reaction, man. You, yeah. s- you mess up here, it affects everybody yeah, else. And, uh, uh, or yeah. just one bad attitude can kind of really easily kind of flow through a team, especially when they're that that age and they're boys. They just, I don't know, as as someone with a boy who's about that age, <laughs> you just you just know, you know, because they they just they well, you yell they well think about stuff. I yell well, but I, even <laughs> even I even I like uh, last night my my son is. I'm sorry, I'm totally calling him my son. But it's it's nine thirty, ten o'clock yeah, at night, and my son is in the kitchen, and all of a sudden everything is falling, bang, bang, bang. I'm like, what are you doing? And all I'd done was asked him to like put away dishes, but he's so busy rushing through trying to put away the dishes that he's dropping everything, <laughs> which is okay. It, Two o'clock in the afternoon, but nine thirty at night when it's super, you know, <laughs> my parents live downstairs. Yeah. They drop it, and I'm like, "Bro, what are you doing?" But then I gotta go back, and I gotta go, son. I love you, like what you said at my wedding when you started <clears throat> roasting me at my wedding. <laughs> I love you. I'm sorry, but you know, there's a. Uh, I, I need you to be quiet because this, this, and this. And sometimes at that age, you're not thinking about. I told you that I, I love you, and you need to be quiet. No, you <laughs> said I love you, and I'm sorry, and then you proceeded to do 15 minutes of roasting me at my wedding. Oh, okay, that part. That was yeah. <laughs> that was very that was very funny and humorous, uh, but uh, it was uh, still yeah. One of the greatest yeah. moments of my life. Yeah, <laughs> every everybody loved it apparently, except uh, for uh, me. But um. <laughs> You know, one of the other things that we talk about all the time too is is it's not it's not the kids, it's not the coaching, it's the parents. Oh, and yeah, I can say this as somebody yeah. who doesn't like we don't my kids don't do sports right now. But some of the reason why I didn't want to do sports is because I see the parents lose their minds. <laughs> and true. so I, I watch I watched the parents that you folks had and granted um you know you 
TV's on you and all that stuff. But um, I worry for the parents now because the parents go crazy and they're screaming at the coaches or they're screaming at their kids. And, you know, you said you have a really good experience with with the kids that you had and the parents and stuff. But I, I don't know how to change that in sports because I'm I'm hearing more of the the bad stuff that I am having parents who go, mm. hey, what do you need? Because we're, we're finding that in school too, right? Mm. When you go to school and your kid doesn't do well, the parent blames the school and the parent. And I don't know, when we was at Kalu High School, right? If I messed up in my class, my mom was never mad at the teacher. Yeah. My mom was <laughs> mad at me, right? Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. in your yeah. ass. And no, there's yeah. no, you know what I mean? Like, I was getting lickings from <clears throat> my parents. So it's a very interesting uh, change that has happened. That's and, true. Yeah. Right? And and yeah. I don't know yeah, if, that's, yeah. if that's leaked itself, that and the, the everybody needs to win a, get a trophy thing. How, I don't know. How, that, why how was, do you control yeah. that kind of type of parent? Like, Sorry, that was not really Do, do you have to that. coach yeah. their parents too sometimes? You know, and that, that it does happen. Like you yeah. just said, Devin, that yeah. the situation where, because I'll give you an example. We've got parents, and but fortunately on this team, again, I had amazingly supportive parents, yeah. but I've seen it in the past and I've had parents on the past where their main focus was just their son, for instance. Mm-hmm. And as parents on an on a athletic team, in order for it to work, the parents have to think of the team, you know, as as a whole. And I and I give this example a lot. When I have a every year when I have a good new group of kids, I always have a meeting with the parents and I'll tell them, as parents, your job and your responsibility is do what's best for your son. That that's point. That's what a parent does. Yeah. And as a coach, though, my responsibility is to do what's best for the team. Mm-hmm. I said the problem we're going to have is though is that what what I think is best for the team is no longer consistent with what you think is best for your son. Then this team may, may no longer be your, you know, we may, this may not be the right fit. Mm-hmm. Meaning that if I think your son needs to play in the outfield, but you keep telling me your son needs to play shortstop, then guess what? I ain't leaving. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, you know, you're going to yeah. have to make the decision yeah. that, you know, as a parent, you know, are you going to stay and you're going to adjust or are you going to leave? And, I, and, and sadly, you know, I've had parents that left, you mm-hmm. know, um, and I, you know, nothing, no ill feelings, of course, because they're doing what they think is best for their son, which I totally still fu- fully support, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that that communication part needs to come out more so. Um, it's still, you know, don't get me wrong, we still have problems here and there, like any anyone, uh, any team that's traveling a long time together. You know, they're going to always have a little bump in the road. But, you know, I cannot thank um, the parents enough because they, because they work so well together, because they supported not just their son, but the whole team, it makes the experience better. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, we did have a bad experience, not on my team, but, you know, we were playing a team in Northern California during the regional tournament. And parents sometimes get the, the I think they stress out more than the kids. Yeah. So we're playing mm-hmm. in the tournament. Of course, if you in California, if you win this tournament, whoever wins this tournament is going to Williamsport. So the parents, obviously, everybody knows this is important, you know. But unfortunately, we were playing this team from Northern California, and we got beaned 11 times. Wow. You know? Um, and they were, and then we beat one of their kids, and they thought we were cheating, and we thought they thought we were beating their kids purposely. Mm. So one of some of their parents were getting on the fence, and they were just very trying to intimidate our, our players. And I'm thinking, you know, which gets me upset because what grown person thinks that what you're a grown man and you're trying to intimidate a 12 year old kid yeah. and you feel good about it, you know? But luckily there was you know some officials from Little League there, and they kind of knocked it, told them knock it off, you know. Um, and then so we ended up winning the game, but 
we had another instance, you know, we went to Dave and Buster's and just so happened the team we just beat oh, and you know, really? they were there. And so the kids were watching the TV. They, 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 that was the first time they saw, and then Dave and Buster's on the mainland is like double the size of Dave and Buster's here in Honolulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but it's like the Whole Foods, man. The yeah. Whole Foods is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Well, can, we can't have big, well, but anyway, it's another story. <laughs> but, you know, unfortunately, some of the kids on that team that we just beat was there. and But that was the first time the kids saw themselves on, on the TV screen. And they were all cheering, this and that, and it just got messy again. You know, they uh, complain about it. Me and my brother went to go watch that team play another team because whoever won that game was going to play us in the championship game. Yeah. And they had parents behind us chirping at us the whole game. Really? You know, oh. Making all these comments to me and my brother. And I, 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 at one point, I was really, really tempted to just stand up because it was just... But luckily, I was cooler heads prevailed. So I had to text message, literally um, text message the regional director and tell her that, hey, you need to send people up here because this can get out of hand. And fortunately, they, um, they had staff come up. And then once the staff came, then everything kind of mellowed out, you know. But wow. it gets... But that's yeah, good that they have that kind of support there in the Little League because, yeah. yeah, things can get out of hand. It does. It can get very out of hand. Oh. Man, that's crazy. That's yeah. what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm like. I don't know. I don't, I don't recall... Our parents being that frantic and crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm, you know, when I played sports, my dad would be like, oh, you lost. Bummers. <laughs> I remember we, I remember no, we were playing I, soccer. No, but I remember being soccer, playing soccer. We were 11, 12 years old, right? Yeah. So we're playing the championship game. It's pouring rain. We lose. I think, I think we might have lost on an own goal. We, you know, we, but we lost the game. And my dad just goes, Almost okay. Let's go. <laughs> it's raining, man. I don't want to. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he wasn't. He wasn't yelling about it. He, you know, it was just like, hey, that's how the game goes. And I think that was your dad. I mean, because I remember when when I was little, there was not my dad because my dad's kind of like your dad, really yeah. mellow. But there were other dads that got pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah. And that was you know thir- it, it, thirty years ago. When unfortunately, it's here even in Hawaii. You know, I mean, yeah, I've, been, yeah. I've we've coached you know, especially after twenty eighteen when we, you know we came back. And then, you know, with my brother and Willis again, you know, we had another team and we were playing some games and you can hear it. Some some of the dads and some of the parents just chirping at us, you know, and it gets, I rather have, if it's towards me, I get it. I'm an adult. I can deal with it. But as long as you don't cross the line and do it to one of our kids, that's when it gets really, yeah. really, you know, that's yeah. like, it's that's not good for anyone, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, once because once you won in 2018, then you kind of end up with this target on your back of people thinking, oh, okay, oh. They don't want to, you know, think you're going to try and go every year, and which is obviously the the goal of it. Yeah. But if they make it, they make it. Sometimes you have a team that's good enough to go, and sometimes you don't. So, yeah. have you been consistently since 2018 competing in yeah. the World Series? Well, not in, not in the well. So, what normally happens though, in the Honolulu Little League is that they kind of, you know, obviously if I could coach it every year, you know, I'm like well, unreal. But even for myself, it's that's too much. You yeah, know? Mm. it needs to have a different coach. So, like, so, it, so. 24, I'll even go back farther. So 2014 was when I, I coached a, a, was able to coach a Little League All-Star team. You know, we, unfortunately, we lost in the regional tournament that okay. time. Then coach 15, 16, 17, and 2018, guess what? I get, have an opportunity to coach again. Okay, great, I'll take it. 2019, um, another coach took it, which is fine, you know, because I said, you know, I, we just won in 2018, so yeah. definitely, you know, I'm, I don't need to go back again or try again. 2020, um, 
COVID, COVID hit, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Sorry for those kids. Yeah. Exactly. That was yeah. very sad. And actually, Honolulu literally had a very good team. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. So whoever had that team, you know, um, that was a very, very well. I, I, even I looked at it, I was like, oh, this is a good team. Oh. <laughs> you know, um, and in 2021, last year, was uh, Bud Sardina coached the Little League All-Star mm-hmm. team. You know, and they did a phenomenal job, too. They made it all the way to the semifinal game, yeah. you know, in fact, you know. And then so next year, I ain't coaching it. Whoever, you know, somebody else in the league is going to get selected by the board. Okay. And I like the way Honolulu does it, too, because a lot of other leagues, you have to come in first place, you know, and then you get the all-star coach. But the problem with that is that then it becomes win at all costs, right? If you're uh, the coach and your dad and, you're, and that's, your son is 12 and you want to coach it, then you're going to go all out to win every single game. Whereas this, because it's selected at the beginning of the season, nobody cares. We don't yeah. even keep score. We don't keep win-loss records in our uh-huh. league. You know, we just play the game and then, you know, yeah, and move on. But you're not done yet. You're taking a break, right? It yeah, could so be an opportunity again and you're going to be up there, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully. You know, in fact, I was just talking to James Lancaster, who's uh, Jaron Lancaster's father last mm-hmm. night. You know, so he has a daughter that's um, going to be 10. And we're talking to him. So we're actually going to start doing our um, – off-season conditioning next week already. So, so anyone out there who's nine or ten and interested, hey, yeah. well, you know, can give me a call. But anyway, so <laughs> I'm going to be doing that. You know, but I'm definitely um, looking to support, and I'm I'm really good friends with um, Frank and Shane Butcher. They're 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 the coaches at oh. at um, St. Louis High School. So they they have sons that are coming of age, and yeah. so I told them both that I said, hey, look, you know, me and my brother and Willis, we're more than happy to support you guys, and you know, and really. You know, you know, helping practice or whatever to give those guys an opportunity to coach and see. You know, and hopefully those kids can do well. Yeah. Well, let's re- let's rewind the clock a little bit. What got you into coaching? Just first, did you have a kid that was in little league, or is it, is this something that you just was called to do? So my brother Donovan again was the one that he used to play baseball at the University of Hawaii, and after his career was done, um, you know, he was. This one of this baseball fan just met my brother, you know, where he was working, asked him to if he's interested in coaching Little League Baseball. My brother said huh. yes, and my brother then asked my, my Keith and me, and we both said, yeah, we'll help you, Don, we'll coach, you know. And then my brother got married. Um, so, so obviously when you get married and you have a baby, things change a little. <laughs> <laughs> so he couldn't be the head coach anymore. And then my brother Keith um, became the head coach, then Donovan and me became his, you know, assistant. I see. Yeah, and then it, then my brother Keith moved to New York pre nine eleven, and then then I said, okay, I'll I'll take the head coach, you know, and then it's always been like that since then. And, and because uh, I I don't imagine this is a very lucrative oh. financial thing, so it's just a love of the sport and the the kids and stuff, huh? You know, anyone that coaches baseball, you know, I mean, there are there are some club teams now in Hawaii that's just like, you know, like a soccer, you got to pay fees and so forth, or, you know, volleyball, whatever. For the most part, most coaches, you know, I'll, I'll still say like about 95% of the coaches in on this island are all doing it just for the love of it, you mm-hmm. know. And yeah, so there is no monetary gain out of it but I'll, i will say this though it's the relationships that we gain with the with the kids and the parents and that is priceless you know like i said i can yeah. talk about many instances of kids coming back to us you know um saying just just saying hey a coach you know or getting invited to their weddings you know these kids these guys are huh. getting married now, <laughs> which is very cool uh, but that to me is where the, the reward comes from and uh, and the the whole idea of just uh, organized sports too. I was glad that my son did it because you know you learn about yourself a lot. You learn mm-hmm. about working as a team. You learn about structure. So it's good that you're providing that. Mm-hmm. And that's why too. Like I always, well, m- my son's 
pretty good about listening to the coaches, but you know, you got to show the coaches some respect, yeah. right? Because they're taking time out of their schedule to go do this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a lot of time, you know, and that's why hats off to all the coaches out there. Yeah. And the other thing, uh, what was interesting, maybe you can talk a little bit more about this too, is that when you go up to do this World Series, see, so uh, I know one of the parents on your, on your team and Kyle was, uh, was great enough to design. We're all wearing the shirts now, yes. High Life designed uh, Nokaoi shirts. And um, he's like, hey, you know, I, I want to donate the funds to this. So can you contact uh, what, you know, do you know anybody on the team? I'm like, oh, I know one of the moms, you know, so I, mm. I contacted her and I thought she was going to reply like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, we're <laughs> covered by some sponsor, you know, whatever. She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> any, any help we can get, we, you know, like it's it's money that goes into this thing. And it's not like yeah. you guys, is it like not allowed to have corporate sponsors or how, how does this thing work? Because it seems as though yeah, everyone's footing their, their own travel money. So uh, we'll talk about the shirts more in a second because, uh, you know. And you're gone for a while. You're gone for weeks, man. I mean, family is everything. $20,000 per person? Yeah, like it's a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you, tra- you travel with your family just going to any, you know, for Disneyland or, I mean, just traveling on the mainland. You know how expensive the hotel rooms can get, the rental cars can get. Yeah. But these parents literally were traveling with us for almost a month, you know, and on the mainland. And Little League does a great job. At least they cover the, the all the players and the coaches, you know, our accommodations, um, airfare, you know, it's covered. Even mm-hmm. our our food, to some extent, because we 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 always stay on a compa, whether it's in California at the regionals or Williamsport, where they, they serve us breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm. But you know, our dinner is like at five or six o'clock, and yeah. guess what? At eight o'clock, these kids are hungry. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so yeah. we have to feed them They're again. Right in that mode of like yeah. Yeah, growing, yeah, exactly. There's There's a lot of spam bees, yeah. Right? Yeah. Plus, somebody has to yeah. have their turkey sandwich. That's so. right. <laughs> But for families, you know, it's yeah, it's, it's expensive, you know, and it's about yeah anywhere from we kind of estimate it's got to be at least fifteen to twenty thousand in a minimum each family spent to travel, you know, to come from California. And they're taking to, off of work. Yeah, and I don't know how you can take work. off of work for a month. You gotta yeah. be really nice employers. <laughs> well, one time <laughs> there was a one time there was a parent who quit his job. He yeah. quit his job so he goes. Right? Right? Have a beach one, right? Exactly. In two thousand and five. Yeah. You know, that yeah. parent had to literally because he couldn't take time off, so he said, "Well, you know what? Then I'm quitting because." Yeah. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity with these And kids. as a parent, what would you do? I'm, I'm going to yeah. go too, man. You know, yeah, I think really my wife would go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. so real quick, so if anybody goes, we'll have the links in the, in the description, but if anyone wants to go get a shirt, all proceeds go toward the Proceeds family. go to the, um, the team and the, the um, family to help cover their costs and expenses. Um, this is a shirt designed also by ESPN uh, Honolulu and X. Express sports too, mm-hmm. so it's a collaborative event. But there's other ways to reach out and also raise money. I know Ed Sugimoto from um, Aloha oh, Evolution has done a phenomenal job Revolve, selling T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, so you know he he did a, he did a really good yeah. job raising money. You still can shop on his website to get more mm-hmm. shirts. I think Hawaii's finest too Hawaii's did something with you guys too. too. Um, is there also a GoFundMe account? I heard there that? is a GoFundMe account, and you know just cannot appreciate you know whether it's you know. You know, Ed did a phenomenal job giving us yeah. a lot of money. But whether it's even, you know, we have people just, you know, at the parade, for instance, just giving us like a hundred dollars. Yeah. Please take this. Wow. You know, we're like, no, 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 no. And then says, no, no, please take it. You know, but that, you know, 
Of course, it's deeply appreciated because every dollar that we get, we just t- put it back in our team fund and it goes back to the parents so that mm-hmm. they can. Because we, I know there's, we have parents live, literally, and in fact, I just spoke to one of the parents just recently and said, never had a credit card debt until this summer, you know, yeah. and because it, it's the reality of it, you know, it's like, what do you do, right? You know, do I pay with this with my credit card or don't do it at all? Of course, they're going to say, you know, let's just pay with the credit card mm-hmm. for now, you know, and worry about it later. So, well, like, we can't get uh, like Jaron Lancaster in a subway hat eating a cake. <laughs> I know, right? Subway. Subway Hawaii. NILs now yeah. make that possible, uh, right? You know? I mean, come <laughs> on. Now. Subway guy next. Come on. Is that, is that like illegal? Uh, like, hey, can you not do that in the league or something? Or? You know, I, I have no idea because <laughs> with the whole thing now with the <laughs> NIT or whatever, the, you know, NILs, you know, that whole name yeah. and image uh, stuff that they have with, for college players. So, but yeah, so any, you know, definitely, you know, like having any kind of like, you know, Kyle them and Hawaii High Life, you know, donating us, you know, the proceeds from the shirt sales is greatly appreciated because, you know, every dollar that we can help the parents offset. And don't get me wrong, the, the parents knew what they were getting into, of course, knowing yeah, that, sure, hey, sure, sure. this is going to be a very expensive summer. We were, you know, told, but when, but we cannot thank everyone's generosity you know it's such it mean it means a lot to um to everyone so again you know i know i speak on behalf of a lot of parents just to thank everybody again for their support you know and the donations because it's trem- it is deeply deeply appreciated well uh, i mean we like to thank you guys hmm. for for representing hawaii hmm. and spreading the Aloha spirit up there and becoming the best ambassadors for our state you know mm-hmm. and, yeah. and it really makes us proud and happy to mm-hmm. help you guys out too wow. So whatever we can do to help, you know, let us know. Yeah, but you know, you know my kid is so inspired. <laughs> yeah, you played hooky from school today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably not the lesson. Not that I know. Not, not the lesson we <laughs> were trying lesson to give to the kids. Teaching, but, um, <laughs> but, you know, with all the national attention, even worldwide attention, what is the most um, amazing thing that you have experienced from this? You know, this is just... An, I shared this with our parents too, and I, I sh- to tell the parents, like, kind of tell them how much you know, because I'm fortunate. I get a lot of messages from people and congratulations and all that. But probably one of the coolest things I got was I was I came home after I just it was like a day or two after I arrived home from the mainland, and someone called my phone. You know, I'm thinking, who the hell is this guy? And I picked it up, and it's this pastor from Texas and I don't know how he got my phone number I should have asked him how did you get my phone you know cause I, but anyway he all he wanted to say was one congratulations but then how how much he was touched by how our kids played you know their behavior and that I thought was so cool because here's a guy all the way in Texas doesn't know me per, I don't even know this guy he made it a point to try to find you know get my phone number and for him to just say that I told him thank you so very much you know that um, you know, sorry we beat your team in Texas, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, but that I thought was super, super cool. And that, that it made me really li- realize, hey, this impact that we had. And that's something that we shared with the kids too, though, mm-hmm. that this whole ambassadors of Aloha, that, hey, we're get, this is our one opportunity as, you know, it's not often that you get to travel anywhere and to say, you know, we're from Hawaii and represent our great state of Hawaii, yeah, of yeah, course, sure, sure. Yeah. and show the entire world, this is what a Hawaiian looks like. And this is what we do. And, you know, and show them what Aloha means. And I, I mentioned this before, uh, um, before that, you know, to us, of course, Aloha isn't just a word, right? It's, it's, it's in us, right? It's, it's who we are. It's in our DNA. And this is our way of showing the entire world. And it goes even in 2018. 
you know, that this is our opportunity to show the world that, hey, this is how we can do. We can play at a very high level. We can be competitive. But yet we can, be, you know, have this aloha spirit where we can respect one another, you know, and we can have this love and joy and we can share it with each other. And hopefully we can share it with the rest of the world. I remember your speech in a dugout 2018 when the hurricane was coming. Mm. And you was telling these kids, you know, this is, this is something that we can take time off to get these people's mind off the hurricane yeah. back home. And then I remember you saying, you know, you were representing the state now and you need to, you know, do your best. Mm. And that's how I got the idea for this shirt when you said Hawaii. We need to show the world that Hawaii is no Kauai. Yeah. So that's mm. the, that's, oh, the that's, that's how we got the shirt. That's cool. Can we call cry. And also, <laughs> when, when, um, I guess when they won in 2018, the announcer actually said that. After, right when he yeah, won. Yeah, he did he said, say Hawaii that. Hawaii yeah. no Kauai. Wow. Oh, you know yeah. that he meant? said it correctly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he learned yeah. what, oh, wow. what, what, what it meant. I forgot his name, the announcer. Yeah, he did say that. As soon yeah. as we won, he said Hawaii no Kauai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Now, um, your relationship with the other teams, do you get a lot of time with that? Like, or Do you guys just play and everyone goes their separate ways you never see them again? Or do you kind of bump into each other at the campus or wherever you guys hang out or oh, are you talking about Williamsport with the other teams, yeah, the other teams that you play oh no because because we're all on the same compound you continually running into each other you know so whether it's in, in the cafeteria or it's outside so and you know that Tennessee coach for instance you know we, we spent a lot of time with a nice guy and you know I have said this before too is that you know we have this aloha spirit they have that southern hospitality yeah and it's same, the same thing same thing yeah, yeah you know it was they were so welcoming and the way they did the way they treated us, you know, it was just like as if they were like we're one of them. It's just that you guys live in Georgia, but I mean, sorry, Tennessee, and we live in Hawaii. And and I think that was an important thing for our kids to see for themselves too, that this road is a very big place, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's good people all over. Yeah. You know? yeah. There is, you know, and it, regardless of, you know, the political, whatever, but they're just good people. And it was good for our kids to kind of witness that, you know. And yeah, it was cool to talking to all the different coaches and the kids from all over. So that's good. That, that everyone seems to get along for the most part. Yeah, you know, and that it's a credit to Little League. They 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 really do a good job in having this opportunity for kids to um, mingle. There's a um, game room. There's a activity center that you know. There's all these video games, ping pong table. They had wiffle ball. You know, all this stuff, and it was. And parents were not allowed to be there, which even what? makes it, yeah. So That's really? awesome. So, so the kids could be themselves. Yeah. yeah and mm. they could just just do what they wanted to do. Of course, for us, all the coaches, it drove us nuts because we <laughs> had to monitor it. <laughs> 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 but no, the kids were amazing. They had a great opportunity to talk with each other, you know, mingle. We, we, we stayed with the ca- Canadian kids and the kids from um, Indiana they were great kids you know um, and everybody was just really nice and even the international kids you know and it really felt bad for like the Panama kids and um, they, they just didn't have much mm-hmm. you know so it's one night my brother Keith we had extra food that you know kids get hungry in the middle of the night so we had extra food and my brother told me the story that he went over to the, uh, I think it was Panama or Mexico and he gave them some food and they were so happy because and then we realize, oh my gosh, well we they're have, traveling international yeah. too, and they don't have you know. Of, of course, we have way more, you know, people supporting supporting us yeah. versus them, and then so it really made us recognize how fortunate we did are. Did you introduce them to Spam Musubi? <laughs> we did turn people on to Spam Musubi. That's yeah, a secret yeah. weapon, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give away the secret weapon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, but, oh, by okay. the way, uh, yeah. I meant to follow up. What happened to that kid from Curacao? The one who kind of threw out his arm. You know, I'm not, we're not sure what happened. You know, because he just, I mean, he yeah. threw a ball, went down, 
and that was it. they had to take him off the field. And I went, mm. oh, what happened? And they never actually followed up. They mm. just said, oh, it's really sad that he's not. I think we, I think your son knows. Yeah. Well, dehydrated. Oh, he was dehydrated. Dehydrated. Okay. They got okay. him. They got him hydrated up. Then after that. Good job, Asa. Now you're on the podcast. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, we got time for one more question. Oh, you your question? Huh? Go ahead. Oh, just by the question. way, thank you. Thank you for uh, for representing Kailua <laughs> so well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Thanks for taking your time to come yeah, talk yeah, with us today, here. man. I cool. know you're a bit like a whirlwind, you know, oh, tour. I feel bad we didn't you know. bring Keith too, but I figure Keith is working now. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted the smarter, better looking guy to come. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how they were in high school. <laughs> okay, so our last question, we are a music channel, quote-unquote, is uh, a music question. So I'm going to pose this to you. If you were stuck on a desert island for the rest of time and could only take three albums with you to listen to, what would those three albums be? Oh, good question. One of them would be Journey because I'm a big Journey okay. fan. Are you OG Journey, or? I'm assuming? Or how about the new Journey? Uh, the Either one? Steve Perry. <laughs> Got to be Steve Perry. Steve Perry. <laughs> okay. All right, well, yeah. all right. One would be Bruno Mars, definitely, because I'm a you know he's a Hawaii local boy, so yeah, I definitely want okay. that. You know, I know Kyle was playing some Boston. That's I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't heard Boston <laughs> in a long time. But you know, the third one, oh, let me. That, that would be a, a a tough one. Bruno Mars, Journey, and oh, I guess you know, um, I I would think like ACDC for me, you know, because I love ACDC too. Or Van Halen. That's, that's the other one I was oh. thinking, Van Halen. And which Van Halen? You have the Sammy Hagar Van Halen. You have David Lee Roth Van Halen. You have the Van Halen no one speaks of. <laughs> with Jerry Sharon. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You know, I like the, uh, was it, is it OU812 with Sammy Hagar? Yes, yeah, oh, wow. Hagar. That's the second one after yeah. 51. That's actually a pretty amazing story that you have a band that big, you know, with David Lee Roth. They replaced the lead yeah. singer. Yeah. And... As still big, super I six, yep. yeah, like, just yeah. a different sound and still made, yeah. still made it, made it. I mean, yeah, how music. often does that happen? Yeah. You know, they, they should make a. You know, and then they all hated each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 sad. It, I was trying to watch the Elvis movie, the one with Tom Hanks and stuff. I, I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. It's not good. It, not as. It's like not a, that it's not good. It's just it's different. And, it, and you know, what, there's I no just, like through line thing. There's sort of. They should have made Adam Lampard play Elvis because that dude looks more like Elvis than. It wasn't no, that. Actually, it it no, wasn't, wasn't that. Him. This he guy was good. good he was a good yeah. job. Oh, he yeah. did a good job. But uh, but man, they got to do a Van Halen doc. That's probably going to come up. They did a doc. They just don't movie. Have they, a do a movie yeah. they did a Motley Crue one, which was just okay. But uh, Van Halen would be a good one. Just all the drama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, no, the no brown M&M's yeah. thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. They play so Eddie Van Halen, though. I don't know. Couldn't be Wolf. I'm sure they could find someone. Yeah. But that'd be good. All right. We'll coach... Oda, thank you very much for uh, coming in. And uh, for our YouTubers, we will see you next week. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys, for having me. Thank you.